Hi, my name is Fred Cook. Hi, this is Ruro Donoghue. Hey, this is Dave Moore. Hi, this is Aaron Brown. Hi, this is Charlie Wynn. Hi, this is Ethan Lee. Danny O'Reilly, frontman of the Corrodas. Hi, this is Derek O'Boyle. Hi, we're Relish. Hey, this is Mal from the Riptoid Movement. Irish poet, Colm Keegan. Hi, this is David Nolan from Hume Performs Advancement. And you are listening to the Dan Kyo Wellness Project Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to episode 33 of the Dan Kyo Wellness Project, and for my American listeners, that's 33 and a third. <laughs> I swear to God, I only thought of that joke now, <laughs> and that's your bad influence on me. The age of Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't forget that. <laughs> I am so happy to re-welcome Mr. Dave Moore from Today FM, from herfamily.ie, from Port Marnock, most importantly. Get in the Marnock. The most beautiful, beautiful place on earth. Well... I think. There might be a few spots. Well, Salons is pretty good as well. Salons is pretty good, let's be honest. Like, Salons, Pormarnock, Hawaii, you know, I think, because you, you see that... When South Africa's pretty nice. You see, you see the bottles of Coke, you know, the ones that are giving away the holidays, and they go like, Dubrovnik, <laughs> Dubai, Salons, Honolulu, Pormarnock. They're just, they're right up there. Yeah, but there's a reason why I'm saying this, and like, I got here half an hour early, and mm-hmm. uh, you said, yeah, dude, come on in, well, I know you're a family, you're busy, man, you know, you've got, pl- you, we need to stick to some... I was looking for subs- a babysitter, Dan, I'll be honest with you, I was like, <laughs> you like, early, come on. you got to stick to some sort of schedule, so I just text Dave, and I said, look, man, I'm a bit early, is there any chance I can come in, and he texted me back, and I said, but actually, I'll just go down to the Strand, which is about a 10, 5 bit, 10 bit of walk from his house, and oh my God... Do you want to give the listeners a bit of background in relation to your smug pick? Yeah, um, I do, yeah. System that you have going um, on at the moment. Oh, hello, Sam. Hello, buddy. Why? Because it's very... It's such a mess. <laughs> so, do you want to give the um, listeners a bit of background to your yeah. uh, your whole smug pick initiative? Okay. Which is kind of similar. People who know who follow me on Facebook or who are on my page or my Instagram, Thank You Wellness Project, will know that I'm a big advocate of the Salon Sunset. Salon is the smallest town in Ireland where I live currently. <laughs> But it has the most amazing sunsets, okay. and I just have to drink it in. So tell the listeners what's the story. Okay, with so here's what I think. I think I'm really lucky. I live beside a beautiful, breathtaking seascape, which changes every day. Hmm. And I walk down, and there's a two-mile velvet strand, it's called. It's just one of the most amazing beaches in Ireland. Yeah. And then you've got Lambay Island to one side, Ireland's Eye to another, and Hoth Peninsula sun comes up the sun goes down mm. the winds pick up the way like it's just amazing yeah but i kind of think i'm really lucky to live there and i want to appreciate it mm. but i think like you said about salons like the sky is the same everywhere right and like the yeah. sun sets everywhere and the sun yeah. rises everywhere yes and you don't necessarily you're not necessarily on the coast watching it come no. out of the sea but wherever you live well particularly because salons is in the middle of ireland well, exactly Landlocked. no coast yeah <laughs> but you're at you're seeing beautiful sunrises yeah it, or sunsets i don't think it's that they're beautiful specific to Salons or Port Marnock I think that you're looking for them and I think that's my thing with Smug Picks the name Smug Pick comes from the radio show where Dermot likes to slag me about lots of things taking pictures of Port Marnock beaches one and he coined them Smug Picks once because his attitude was that I wasn't just taking the pictures of people I'm taking the pics to tweet or Facebook or Instagram to say look Look, how early I got up and yes. look how much I'm getting done with my day. What are yeah. you doing, you lazy effers? And yeah. I'm so great, and yeah. I'm so smug, right? Yeah. yeah. Now the great thing is, is that most people now have taken the hashtag smoke pick hashtag, and 
use it and tag him in it all, all the, the time. time. And yes. he hates them. Yeah. And it's great. Has he had to turn off his notifications no, on no, social media yet? Do he doesn't know what to do. No. But um but like all joking aside, what I get from the smug pics mm. is it kind of forces me to take in what's there. So in other words, like mm. I'm a great believer in appreciating, you know, like I said, what what you have wherever you are. Yeah. It's difficult to do that sometimes. Like yeah. life gets in the way, you're busy, yeah. whatever. And I'm legging out of here at six o'clock in the morning, getting in yeah. the car, going to work, whatever. Hmm. And then I drive down, and I hit the sea, and I'm kind of like, if I'm five minutes late, I don't care. I <laughs> have to stop, get out of the car. Yeah. And that time of the morning, like I had actually had my when I came back from the United game against Sampdoria last week. My five-year-old, who was just down, Sam, was asleep in the car. <laughs> He's adorable. And Andrew, who's a seven-year-old, was out with me. And we were standing, and I was just kind of standing beside the car, ready to get Sam out. And Andrew was like, what's that noise? And he's lived here for seven years. But other than sitting on the beach where you can hear the waves, sure. he didn't realise that from our house oh. at night, because it was like 11 o'clock at night, there's no, there was no cars driving past, there was no buses, there so no kids. he could hear the waves. He could hear the waves. And he was like, what's that noise? And I was like, that's the sea. Wow. And so I get down there in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, and I get out of my car and I just stand at the top of these steps yeah. and just listen for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Just inhale deeply and go, like, this is incredible. Like yeah. this, and it's not, you don't have to do it if you live at the sea. It's not just for me. Like, no. you can be anywhere. Like, you can stand in your back garden, you can stand at the it's raining you can stand at the edge of your thing open yeah. the door just let nature let yeah. like that thing in for a minute yeah and sometimes i'm down there i'm not even looking at the sea i'm yeah i'm appreciating something else that's at the back of my mind or yeah. do you know what i mean like i do i think i think it's a beautiful way to kind of I, I didn't plan to talk about this at the yeah. start of your second episode sure. of my podcast but i think it's a beautiful way to kind of talk, get into the conversation about wellness and that importance of even if it is just for 30 seconds, and even if I am in my back garden in Salons yeah. taking the picture, I will have spent, you know, God knows how long before that just looking at Getting the sky, right. yeah. trying to get the yeah, right absolutely. angle, all that yeah, but, yeah. but it's more about taking that time to really appreciate what's there all of the time. Exactly. And, and, and give also, gratitude for it. Yeah, because, I mean, taking that picture you know as flippant as we are about pictures and there's all those beautiful dave's world facts about you know every day we take more pictures than have ever been taken up until this point you know like yeah, up yeah. until the beginning of the 21st century whatever it is yeah. that's all fine all the rest but like a lot of the time they are you know transient and they're little yellow posts and you take them and delete them take them and delete them. Yeah. but i think if you take pictures of nature or 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 your friends, your family, or something something meaningful with a point. Like if you go, I want to capture this beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. Not like, oh, here's me and out in the pub. That's all great, and that's beautiful for a different reason. But like, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you kind of go like, oh, that tree is just amazing. Like, yeah. You take the picture, it gets uploaded to your cloud, and then it's on your Chromecast, and it pops up like six weeks later yeah. on your telly when yeah. YouTube videos of Peppa Pig are off, and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that tree! Yeah, God, yeah. That. So, what you're talking about there, Dave, is I think intention. You know, a lot of what we do, particularly with pictures and with social media and all that kind of stuff, is um, it's kind of as routine now. It's so routine. Smile, hey! Yeah. Oh, I'll just go back to being depressed again. Yeah. You know, what it you're talking be. about is the intention of taking that time 
no matter how small it is. Like you're talking about 30 seconds, two minutes on your way to work at 6 a.m. Or it. on your way to Viking training, which we'll talk about in yeah, due course. Yeah, I know you want to talk about that. I yeah. do want to talk about it. Um, but it's it's I think it is about the intention of noticing the smaller things. Yeah, because because it kind of permeates the rest of your life then. Like, yeah. you know, if you, like, look, people who are far more qualified in wellness and, and, and well-being than I am will tell you that, you know, gratitudes are an important thing. Mm. I don't even take it as far as that. I'm not, I don't. Yeah, but that's what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. You're actually doing it. I, you can call it whatever you want. They can call it whatever they exactly. want. I can call it whatever I want. But yeah. that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. You're taking pause with intention to give gratitude for what beauty you have on your doorstep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I think that that then kind of seeps through. Mm. Like, there's often times, you know, uh, <clears throat> we do something fun and enjoyable on the show. <laughs> we play a song and I pull the microphones down. I reach over and grab my water bottle. And as I reach over my water bottle, I go, this is brilliant. Like, I love that, man. I'm here with my best mate. Oh. We're just making work. Yeah. We're on the radio. It's coming out with speakers. It's great fun. We're having a laugh. Hopefully everyone else is having a laugh. Oh, well, you know from and, the interactions how everybody... Yeah, how and, and this is a great everyone. song. And yeah. Oh, this is great. Like, for those, for great, those who might just be new to the Dan Kill Wellness Project mm-hmm. podcast and may not have listened to our previous episode sure. after we uh, had spent all that time at the Euros and I, <laughs> I nailed you down to come on for uh, an hour. Um, Sorry, just should say hola, Joe. Hola, Joe. Hi, Dad. Um, will you tell the listeners what you do for a living? Uh, I am I'm a heavy metal musician <laughs> who's been distracted by radio for about 15 years. <laughs> Um, accidental DJ yeah yeah uh, yeah I'm a I'm a radio broadcaster I'm a DJ I'm a spoofer who hangs around with his mate Dermot on the radio and yeah. I work for Today FM we do the mid-morning shows it's called 9 to 12 mm-hmm. Monday to Friday and we have the crack have basically. the crack and play tunes yeah. like that's effectively my job with a well-oiled machine though oh, well, do you know I mean yeah, that no. like to be able to guess everything running as smoothly as it does on your show takes I'm sure years of it tweaking does. and yeah. practice it's not literally showing up you, like yeah. over. No, 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 no definitely not and I suppose the thing about it as well is like we don't we don't take it for granted in, yeah. in, you know we're too we're too experienced and we've seen yeah. too many people and careers you know mm. end for whatever reasons along the way mm. like we know how lucky we are but we also know how hard we've worked to get where we are okay you know um and that is something that so you're mindful of that all the time then in terms of yeah like, yeah you're, like you're proud of the work that you very put proud in, very but proud. it has been bloody hard work yeah oh no it has because I mean, like, it means a lot to you obviously because it's you know it's something that you give to ireland Give the yeah, crack. It's yeah. something that people love interacting with. Yeah, they, it, it is, and and I think the relationship the Dermot and I have, the professionally and personally, is not something I take in any way for granted. I know how yeah. lucky we are because around the world, your average lifespan for a duo is three years. Really? Yeah. So it's eighteen months to get comfortable and and good together. Okay. And it's eighteen months to get sacked and separated. Right, so you guys should have been sacked and separated five times over. Yeah, fifth burner. We'll be fifteen years next month. The first time we met. Yeah, and do you think that the main reason for that is that 
Dermot loves slagging you so much. It's and that might be a massive a part of it. It's definitely a part of it. Um, <laughs> look, I think, yeah, I think the relationship works because we are different in the right places and similar in the right places. Yeah. And we bring a completely separate set of skills, yeah. but a completely complementary set of skills. Yeah. And trust me, that's a perfect storm. That yeah. does not happen. There's so many people that have been put together and you kind of go, oh, that's really gone on. Oh, no, it didn't work. Oh, no, what, happened, know, what there? happened there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you see people who have worked, like, oh, no, that, that really works. And then, oh, well, then he wants to do yeah. this and then that's not going, you know. Yeah. Like, whatever way it's 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 developed and come to pass, it was completely random. We never knew each other. We were just put together in a room by some higher grace who knows what it is yeah and somebody said you two need to get on yeah and we did immediately you did what you were told essentially yeah and if guys if you do want to hear the full story of how this all happened please check out dave's previous episode of this podcast it is hilarious and i hope you can actually hear the story over my laughter that's actually something (laughs) i haven't haven't listened back in quite a while but yeah so you guys have to get on so you did, you did get on. We did, yeah. And I mean, to get to where we are we are today and to where we've been for a while, I suppose, mm-hmm. like, it took years. It took probably yeah. three years, four years together before we realised what our currency was. We realised, oh, well, yeah, no, yeah. this is what we're good at. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't mind trying to do this or trying to be that. Or, yeah. It's this. So let's just do this for yeah. the rest of our days. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah, and beautifully complimented by Tony Cascarino, of course. Naturally. Ma. Well, Tony. Gotta love him. <laughs> so we spent a lot of our last episode talking about fear. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. It was embracing really it. And... Embracing it and what do you do when it takes hold. Mm. And mm. So I think that falls nicely in line with what you've just been talking about there because I'm sure there were times over the years where it was harder than, you know... It, you know, it was, we were finding struggles and blocks coming up fees, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, like, do you do you remember that that talk we had about fear? Because it do. was um, it was very impactful for me because I think I came away from our conversation thinking that you know that platitude, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was pouring out of every mm, orifice mm, of your mm, body, mm. and I that's what I took from our last chat mainly was how much you kind of kicked it in the you know what and just got on with things like how have you managed to keep doing that over the years do you think um i don't know if there's a like if there's a, a formula or or, or a kind of i can pinpoint an exact reason yeah. why that appeals to me but i suppose like since we last spoke like a lot has changed like i was on lunch times then right yeah i'd never done comedy before since we yeah, last, since we well, last stop. Spoke. Will you stop coming up, bringing up all my questions before we get <laughs> okay, to them? For okay, God's well, sake! But, but I guess, like you know, like what is the point? Yeah. Of, you know, it being super safe or super secure or whatever. Like, I mean, if I wanted a secure job, I would have become a civil servant. I wouldn't work in media. Do you in, know what in I mean? Russia. In Russia, possibly, yeah. Yeah, Russian civil servant wouldn't be bad, actually. Working for an oligarch <laughs> you somewhere. You might be still alive, no, true. for God's sake. <laughs> My missus would be looked after <laughs> by the Chechens. Um, but I suppose, like, you know, I, I think, like, even look now recently, like, we changed from the lunchtime. From 12 to 3. 12 so to half 2, yeah. 12 to half 2, to sorry. 9 to 12. 9 to 12. And the 9 to 12 thing isn't just an extra half hour of show. Like, 
it's no, the it's biggest, the contents changed. It's the biggest show on that station yeah. in terms of like in terms of its responsibility for market share. Yeah, it's the one that brings in the most. Yeah. So therefore, in the group, if you want to expand it out, in the group, Today FM is the cash cow for want of a better term. Yeah, and the cash cow in Today FM is that nice twelve yeah. slot. So you got to make that work. So, so this is a really good example of one I just brought up fear and how we just spent a lot of time talking mm. about it beforehand and in our previous episode. What was that like for you guys when it was put to you that it was going to be a possibility of replacing Anton? Yeah, I mean... It, was it? Did you shit yourself a little bit? We took a long time to decide whether or not it was something we wanted to do because we certainly didn't want to do the kind of show that had been there for the previous two years and the ten years before yeah. that. We didn't yeah. want to do those shows because that's not what we do. Yeah. So it's not, so we had to, first of all, understand the rationale of the people offering us the position. What mm. were their expectations? Yes. And could we meet their expectations? Yes. I'm all about managing expectations in everything yeah. I do in life. Okay. I think, because I think if you approach it that way, like the one thing I hate is letting someone down. Mm. So if, if I can manage someone's expectations, someone says to me like, you know, oh, can you get me tickets to this gig or whatever? Yeah. Like, if I can, I million percent will. Yeah. If I can't, I will tell them straight away, or even when yeah. I'm approaching, I'll go, I don't know. I'll try. Let me make a phone call. <laughs> yeah. You know, I will try. I'll send an email, whatever. Yeah. But it's quite possible that I won't because it's Ed Sheeran and sold out for 10, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's a simple example. But like, it's the same when it comes to my career. It's like, I needed to know from the people who are offering me the job, offering us the job, that they didn't expect us to go in yeah. and alter what we do in a major way or a way yeah. that we weren't going to come to it that wasn't going to have yeah. longevity because if you take on a show like this, a beast like this, I, mean, I want to be there for 10 years. You know, I don't want to be there for, yeah. for two years and move yeah, on. Yeah, you don't want to be that stopgap. No, not at all. The next guys. No, so, so did we cack ourselves like... Maybe for 10 minutes or something. I think once we knew... That they that the people in charge wanted Dermot and Dave to do Dermot and Dave stuff. Okay. Yeah. Then it was a no brainer. Yeah. Then it was like, okay, yes. Yeah. But how do we make this work? And that was the biggest question, I think, from all the fans and all the listeners, wasn't it? That you kept totally. getting, and you know, people were saying, "Bring back Anton," all that kind of stuff, because it was what they had been used to for a couple of years, and that's yeah. fine. But. I can imagine that you were inundated with people asking you, are you going to be doing the same magazine type show yeah. instead of filling my day with wellness and crack? Well, Please fine. keep filling my yeah. day with wellness and that's, crack, man. But, but, like, but you don't hire us. That's, that was our point was like, if you want that, if you want the same show, but done different, like slightly differently or, or maybe with a, a different focus here or whatever, get someone else. It's someone else's gig. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, if you want wellness if you want crack if you want good tunes hmm. if you want you know covering the the topics and the stories that matter yeah that day we'll do that but and that like today we talked about donald trump and kim kim jong-un yeah at, at With 10 Matt past cooper. nine yeah, yeah. Matt cooper. yeah like but we do it our way like because yeah. there's no point like matt cooper did it at half four today and he did it matt cooper's way and i listened to it and i was like that is brilliant because he came on as our expert, and then he had his Republican um, fellow, Cal Thomas, <laughs> and Matt was in 
he flipped roles. He was in our position, and yeah. he let Cal Thomas be the expert. Very good. And I'm just like the respect massive. for yeah, that is amazing. just massive. And I what struck me with um, when Matt came on because I was in the office with my colleague Fran. Fran, hi, if you're listening. Hey, um, she's just loves the show and loves today FM full stop. So it's on in the office all day, Brilliant. which pleases me greatly. <laughs> but I'll tell you more about my job change later on the episode. But we, um, yeah, when Matt came on, and I just thought he was magnificent. Because he tailored what he was saying to your show, yeah. essentially, yeah. without without simplifying things exactly. down too much. It's but not, it was the first time I understood what the hell was going this is on. It. And that's and we got a text along those lines <coughs> that like people love Matt Cooper because Matt Cooper doesn't dumb something down, yeah. but he does make it digestible. These yeah. complex things, whether it's yeah. some you know EU policy or whether it is the yeah. political machinations of, of the US and North Korea. The world ending. Yes, yeah, possibly. Um, but it, it's it's that thing yeah. where you go, hang on, like, you know, as he said, it, it's just two schoolboys with bad haircuts. It like, was amazing when he said that. Now, like, think about it. Like, you know, like that's like, that to me is, is as you said, is somebody coming in from a completely different discipline of radio, mm. but who, understands completely what our discipline of radio is yeah. and goes, if I come in here and I'm staid and, you know, straightforward yeah. and factual, it's going to be fine. You know, yeah. the lads will get a bit of run out of it, but they'll ultimately just get the information they need and yeah. we'll move on. Yeah. But he goes, no, hang on. Like, let's have a bit of crack at Sturman Day. Sturman Day's audience. Yeah. That? So, but that, that kind of, stri- what strikes me now, and I, I remember texting you, I think you were two weeks into the new slot. Mm. And just so, you know, the listeners who wouldn't be familiar with Today FM over in the States, Canada, but you should be, <laughs> todayfm.com. <laughs> forward slash listen live. Yeah, forward slash listen live, Dermot Dave show. It's podcasted all the time, so go check their funniness out. <laughs> um, what struck me was um, there was a segment on racism. Right. And that was yeah. in the first two yeah, weeks of the show. Right, and was, that was yeah. the first time that I realized that you guys were nailing that that dichotomy of coming from what you had been doing, keeping the same level of crack in the show, but just diverging a little bit, covering yeah. interesting topics that are going to get a good response and that matter. Like you said, the stuff that matters. Exactly. Because one of the things you said to me in the last show, the last show or the last podcast you did with me was, Dan, I don't watch the news. Mm. Never watch the news. No. Do you still not watch the news? No. So how does how do you merge that with what you're doing now? Then? So we have a team, <laughs> thankfully, who do watch the news and do the, so. No, they, they don't need to watch the news. What they need to do is they need to be aware of the stories of the day. They need to go through, okay. you know, whether it's uh, online publications, printed paper, sure, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't watch the news, but I am on social media. Yeah, uh, I'm aware of what's going on. I just avoid the detail. Okay, like. So you still have managed to maintain that step Yeah, test. yeah. And it's been really important. It's been yeah. really important. Because I remember that. how important it was to you when, when you spoke about it last. Yeah, my attitude is, it hasn't changed, which is simply that the news isn't the news, the news is the bad news. Yeah. And that's fine, but I think you need to balance it, otherwise you're going to go crazy. Yeah. Or it's going to affect you. Because I don't understand why the death of somebody in a car crash in another part of this island is news exactly and it's, it's always top of the news yeah like trust me you know if i believed that exposure to these things would have some kind of positive effect on yeah. road traffic behavior then i would be all for it but it plainly doesn't no so 
I don't understand why that's news and why it's not news that this guy, you know, found a, a cat, a kitten on the side of the road and took it home and 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 housed it, and now he had, he, he looked after an animal. Like, no, I'll be honest with you, because like I know you're he, being very serious, man. Yeah, yeah, but he saved that life. Yeah, and another life was taken away in a tragedy. Neither of them is really news yeah. in terms of the stuff that's going on in the world, and I get that you need to be aware of the important stuff that happens. But like, well, look, if, if that's I all you could use the last time. I know you did. I, know I you was did. like, yes, man. I never. I I, got, I had actually recently gotten rid of all news um, sites on my Facebook feed from yeah. any social media. I well, I never really watched news on television anyway. It was just something when you heard that Angelus, you know, was coming like a steam train <laughs> yeah, when we were yeah, growing yeah. up. You know. No, look. I suppose, and, and my job now is to be more plugged in. You know, I have to, you know, I have to be aware of what people I'm talking about. But at the same time, if you look at the other radio shows that are on at that time, hmm. there are far more qualified people dealing with the serious current affairs yeah. topics of the day in a way that's better than the way we would deal with them. Yeah. So I, if I want to talk about Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump, I want to do it with Matt Cooper. Yeah. And do it in the way that you and I would probably talk about it if we were standing having a coffee. Yeah. You know, like we don't we're not experts, you know, and I don't profess to be. So I'm gonna In anything, Dave. No. In God anything. damn it, I'm striving, but I'm, I'm just <laughs> no, not there no, yet. I'm just saying, bro. But it is, but it's that it's that thing of like, yes, that's an important story, so yeah. we'll cover it. But if you want the absolute like nuanced ins and outs from a political expert, you've got to go somewhere else. But if yeah. you want the same take on it that you and I would have a conversation yeah. or that the two people have a conversation with with someone like Matt Cooper who's more informed mm. so we can ask the inverted commas stupid questions I don't mean that in a, in, a, in a bad way but ask the questions that you and I and everyone else who's yeah. just gone about their daily life is thinking yeah. But that's not going to be answered yeah. on a very important, no. serious news no. show because they're going to be dealing with political intrigue and all yeah. these things that are very important yeah. but they're not really what's effect so like yeah. you know questions have, like yeah, sorry, you know, Matt are we all going to die like is this World War 3 should we get into a bunker who has, like, the, who has the worst haircut Matt? yeah like the, these are the questions that I genuinely think the people most people are thinking about yeah. and want to ask and that's what we're there for when we have an expert on we want to be the voice of the people who are listening to us Yeah. so if we have a guy on who has invented some kind of you know, drug that can tackle obesity. Yeah. But then I want to know, I want to ask the questions of that guy yeah. that sitting at home, a skinny person, a fat person and an obese person wants to ask that, yeah. that guy. There's no point in me having a conversation with him as a peer where yes. he's a yeah. PhD student and I'm a PhD doctor whatever, and I'm a yeah, doctor yeah. and we yeah. both talk in some kind of academic circle. Yeah. It's no use But I think that's, that's why it works so well now. Mm. And I spoke earlier about your transition, your yours and Dermot and Marie and the whole gang. That's transition from what you had been doing for how long have you been doing this? We done year before coming into the slot. Yeah, we got a year and a half, like yeah, like even a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so yeah, I think the transition has been stellar because uh, I remember saying to you in our last uh, episode how much your show and your broadcasting and Dermot and the lads increase my wellness all the time yeah and you it's did still and... it's still like that every well, day look so. i'll be honest with you that to me is like one of the main things we strive to do 
is not to be some kind of flippant distraction from news or not yeah. to be some kind of like you know faux happiness like that that's yeah. not what we're there for but like there's an Irish word which your you know stateside listeners may struggle with but like we're just we're just crack merchants like <laughs> like that's all we want to do is put out positive yeah. fun content like, content like yeah. which is just two lads effectively sitting in a pub and yeah. having a chat who don't drink who don't drink and every <laughs> now and again the music comes on and we go oh there's a song now we're back in a second having more chats. I don't think you could I don't think you could describe the show better than no, that actually. But that isn't that what it is? Like, you know well, that's what life should be about, man. Yeah. Do and I know? mean like we strive for that. Like we don't it's not conscious. We don't have to sit there and go, How can we have more crack? <laughs> because we just have the crack. And we have the crack off air and we have the crack on air and you'll often hear when when the mice go up at the end of a song, we're cracking up laughing because we're saying stuff yeah. off air that we're now gonna say on air because we were just yeah. talking about X yeah. one, you know. Um, so yeah. like the other day <laughs> the other day Dermot tried to pronounce Channing Tatum's name and said Chatham Tanning off air and then we spent an hour talking about how he can't say Channing Tatum like you know like that stuff is stupid yeah. but it, that's what makes us laugh and yeah. for 15 years that's what's been making other people laugh so yeah. well I, I, I'm, I'm still really enjoying the show it's my favourite thing Dan. on the radio I really right? appreciate that thank you so and much and I get to hear your voice a lot which is awesome yeah, as well, well wonderful nasal annoying North County Dublin voice <laughs> you gotta work on that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the sure, nasalness sure I mean right. the confidence yeah. get confidence stupid so, so speaking of having the crack mm. how's life been since we spoke last on the podcast has it been absolutely nuts I mean you've changed radio slots you are a comedian officially now apparently so yeah sorry to break it to you um, yeah although if you've seen our show you'll realise that I definitely play the straight man in that too um, <laughs> yeah like, so the Asher been... Look at Tour was the, the next big thing for you the last time we spoke before yeah. any of the, the changes in radio slots came about. that's right yeah and you were head first into planning that how did the process go and how do you, how do you rate it now after having experienced it? Obviously you're doing another tour which is it's huge. Coming up in October, yeah, September, yeah. October, November. Um, um, how, how was it for you? The process of building the show was surprisingly painless. Okay. Because what we did was we sat down with a giant piece of paper and we wrote down the bits that we think are funny on our radio show. Yeah. And then we went, okay, well, if they're funny in our radio show, how can we translate them to stage? To stage, <clears throat> Which yeah. one of them, which ones are going to work, which ones aren't going to work? And thankfully, they pretty much all worked. Okay. Uh, as in, we had too many things to choose from. So then we just had to kind of go, right, well, let's block out what a show would look like if we started with this, and then we did a bit of that, and then mm. we did a bit of this, and then we did it. So we did that. And once we kind of planned it out, then it was like, Right, well, we know what, say, the 14 headings are, 14 chapters of our show. Okay. Now what we need to do is obviously write the jokes and fill in the comedy <laughs> oh, and do shit. that kind of stuff. we have to do that as yeah. well? Come on. But, but having the headings made it so much easier because we kind of very quickly knew what worked in what, in yeah. what chapter. Yeah. So... Once we kind of put that stuff together, then it was like, okay, well, that should work. And then, yeah, well, then we made it. So that process was actually okay. Nothing compares to doing. Yeah. You know, like doing yeah. is, is, is the, the real test. Yeah, it's the litmus test. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. So we we did it in 
Cork. We did it in Galway at the end of last year. Mm. And on the back of those dates, we immediately said we need to make this into a tour. Like the demand yeah. was there. Yeah. The shows had gone really well. Yeah. We knew it worked. So then it was like, right, well, let's find a promoter. Yeah. Um, let's sit down and look at dates and when can we go and work. And then you just fine tune it from there and had the crack. As you yeah. Said. And I mean, like, but I want to know, Dave, though. That's all fine. Mm. You know, you described earlier on how much of a planner you are. Mm. You know, you don't like letting people down. Mm. You have to take people's expectations into consideration. But what was it like for you doing this process? The actual comedy? Yeah. Like, what, what, <sighs> Do you know what? Because you, you were doing something that you'd never done before. So and also in, in, in the context, not interesting. Okay, well, that's another question. <laughs> Well, that's because it's it is important in the context of people who are listening to a wellness podcast, mm. who might be thinking of X, Y, and Z things that they are have always dreamt of doing. In this case, it's something that you actually dreamt of not doing. I actively so what was refused like? and avoided it, like because okay. it had been offered to me a number of times. Right. Okay. Um. So in that context of you not wanting to do it, that must have been challenging. Yeah, do you know what? It was more a case... Like, okay, so, Dave, do you want to be a stand-up comedian? No, I no. actually do not want to be a stand-up comedian. Like, literally, like, I have more interest in boring a hole in my foot with a drill. You know, like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. You know, I don't need... Don't crave that kind of positive affirmation. I'm fine. You know, yeah. like, I, I don't need to do that. So I will just happily not be a stand-up comedian for the rest of my life. That's grand. Thanks very much. Um, <laughs> do I want to go on stage with Dermot... And replicate and grow in another medium. Mm. What it is we do so well on the radio? Mm. Yes. Okay, so you changed what the perspective was then, yeah. and what it is you were doing. Exactly. It wasn't simply Dave and Dermot doing comedy. No, it wasn't. It, it was, was the taking, whole team. Take. Yeah, and it was taking. Like you talk about how our radio show helps your wellness, right? Yes. So. Our aim doing that radio show is to have fun and is to spread joy and spread fun and be fun. And notice the way I use the word fun and not funny, right? Yes. Like, that's really important. Like, we don't try and be funny on the radio. Mm. Funny happens, but we try to have fun. Yeah. Like, how can... So, like, we well, know... Well, like that time I saw a fucking pig in the middle of Kulak. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, like, that is exactly... When I put that on my Facebook, I knew it was going to be funny. Yeah. And I knew when I come on to your show to talk about it, I knew it was going to sound funny. Yeah. But it was just me thinking, this is nuts. Yeah, exactly. And so that's effectively where our heads are at 24-7. So what we, when, when we, when it was put to me that there was a way for me and us to bring that fun element yeah. to a live setting, and do it in such a way that nobody was coming at us with restrictions or, yeah. you know, any, any kind of uh, demands or like, I mean, we stu stupidly, <laughs> ambitiously designed a show, as I said, with 14 chapters in it, with <laughs> 14 costume changes, with two 80 inch screens, with three screen monitors with a guy running audio, a guy running video, a guy running lights, yeah. a promoter. Like, that show 
like when other comedians came to see that show, they were like, "We haven't seen anything like this before." Yeah. And why are you idiots doing this and not just having two microphones? Because how much does <laughs> you it could cost? Be making a fortune. Like honestly, people when people heard how much it cost, like put it this way, I, I'm not getting into the crass details of money, but we had a forty foot truck, <laughs> and we are not Beyonce. Yeah, but you are used to having your face on the big, the big forty feet buses. Yeah, which people text you all through. But a forty foot <laughs> truck to do a comedy show in the Glen Royal Hotel in the Newt <laughs> is absolutely insane. And everybody told yeah, us Yeah, I that. was just waiting for you to announce the Bridgewater Inn in silence. Oh, Any moment. We're close. We're close. They do, they do have a function room, I'm just saying. <laughs> and you could um, get to see the silent sunset. We could. That would be beautiful. Just for, Although just, I'd probably be on stage for the silence. No, I guess I suppose it was the autumn time. No, it would be close. I could get it before we start the show. Okay, we'll talk about um, it off. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, once, once I kind of rationalize it in those terms that it was like I can take we can take the Dermot and Dave experience yeah. from radio and translate it yeah. with freedom yeah once we can do that by sounds of it. yeah it is and if I had if I genuinely had sat there beforehand and projected you know how I hoped it would go yeah it wouldn't have been as rosy as what the reality was. Okay. Like, so that's good advice for people. I think mm. there is a certain amount of putting trust in that you'll figure it out yeah. essentially. Yeah. And not try to over project. I mean, I know a lot of people do go on about, you know, you have to visualize before you can achieve. Sure. The mind can't discern between something it uh, vividly imagined and something actually experienced. You know, all, yeah, that, all yeah. that stuff yeah, yeah. is Which has, has proven. A yeah. And it does have yeah. value. But I think that's really good advice that you give there. Well, Don't over project. Don't over analyze what the outcome is going to be. Sometimes you have to take the first few steps into a process. That's it. And, like that. and then adjust accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the proof is in the doing. Like, yeah. you know, you do something, you find that, oh, that really worked. Yeah. Wow. Where did that come from? Yeah. And then, yeah. then he said that, and then I said this, and then all of a sudden, yeah. we had him this, and then that changed. So, yeah, so there's like, there's nothing like, you know, taking the plunge. Nothing like saying to yourself, like, like prep your balls off. Like, like oh, yeah. do the work. Work hard. Do the work. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, don't try and second guess what the outcome's going to be because if you do the work, it'll be great. Yeah. You know, it's as simple as that. Like, you know, if you don't, sure, it's, you know, you're going to find yourself going, oh, I didn't think, you know. Yeah, so, well, it's, it's never linear. No. Nothing no. is ever linear. No. Speaking of things that are not linear, mm-hmm. to move away from Asher, the Asher Look It Isn't That It tour. Tickets on sale now, Ticketmaster.ie, Ticketmaster.ie. Festival, uh, Vodafone Comedy Carnival, there's loads of dates. Look it up, lads, it's absolutely brilliant. Speaking of things that are not leaving. Yeah. My journey into wellness mm-hmm. started in, well, it started in 1981, I suppose, if we're talking about things being not linear. Yeah. <laughs> but my blogging experience and my, how this podcast came about started, it was around the middle of 2013, Yeah. and I lost a shitload of weight. And then I put a shitload of weight on. Then I lost a shitload of weight again. <laughs> and then, fuck it. My relationship broke up last year. Yeah. I was engaged yeah. and didn't work out. Suffered a huge loss there. Put a shitload of weight on again. Yeah. Just went to the beer, you know, the yeah. whole lot. The whole thing, yeah. So what's... <clears throat> 
Today on the Dan on the Dan Kill Wellness Project platforms, I put up the buffest picture. <laughs> yes, which I saw, which is outrageous. Thank you, man. But I've been working really hard recently. Yeah. On that, and um, it it does tie in with what we were just talking about: things not being linear and things mm-hmm. kind of ebbing and flowing. Yeah. And you have to adjust, and yeah. you have to obviously put up with real life as well there is that <laughs> you know in uh, alongside trying to achieve your goals but uh, the reason why i was like even i was struck because i do take a selfie in the gym yeah. and blog about my yeah. daily yeah, yeah. gym sessions all the time Dead right but i my, i blew my own face off mm. with the buffness yeah. and with where i had been even at christmas time compared to now which is since yeah since we saw each oh, other oh yeah it is yeah totally oh, is. Like yeah. How time can fly and yeah. go up and down but um the reason why I bring it up is because if you, if anybody's listening and <clears throat> is considering doing one hour a day's exercise, if you do have that time, it doesn't have to be an hour a day. But just so you know, lads, one hour of your day is 4% of your time. Mm. And that does include sleeping time, which a lot of people come back and say, come on, dude, we got to sleep. You're yeah, killing me yeah, here. Yeah. But what I want to know is what has been your experience? And sorry, to, just to go back to the picture I put up, it's all because of lifting heavy shit off the ground, putting it back down again, sweating. Yeah. Like I get into the shower to dry off type sweating. Yeah. 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 Like really, really leaving everything. And I blogged about it today in terms of all of the benefits and really the visceralness of how, when you exert yourself physically, how that can benefit you mentally. And if you do want to read the post, it's on Dan Kill Wellness Project um, on Facebook and Instagram. But, can you tell me what your experience has been and how did you get into Viking training? Yeah. Um, and what's it, what was it like for you when you started lifting heavy shit and putting it back down and then do it, lifted it up again? Well, I <coughs> was purposefully inactive for about a decade. Uh, I really enjoyed sitting around and doing nothing. And uh, I was young and didn't put any weight on. So it's okay. fine. And then I got older. Right. And that doesn't always stay the case, and your metabolism okay. slows, and weight came on, and I probably leveled off in my late twenties at about a hundred kilos. Yeah, I'm a heavy guy, a big arse, big thighs from being a sprinter when yeah. I was younger. He's a big ride, girls. Don't, oh, don't, don't listen to him. Don't listen to a word of it. Um, but so so numbers were never important to me. But at yeah. one point, I needed to weigh Sam, who was young and wouldn't young enough not to stand on the scales so the way you do that as a parent is you stand on the scales then you hold your child in your arms and you subtract the difference and ah, that's the way your kid clever yeah i don't have kids so that's the same that's every day's a skill day. there you are so i did that with sam and we worked out whatever he was he was i don't know 12 kilos or whatever it was i can't remember but later on that night i said to my missus i was like what what way was i she was like i don't know you wrote it on the blackboard we had a blackboard on the wall I went out and looked at it and i was like 109 kilos. Mm. I was going, that can't be right, you were saying to yourself. Well, that's no. That can't be right. I was like, went back into her and went, do I look fatter to you? And she's like, no. It's like, I don't look fatter to me. I don't feel fatter to me. I was okay. like, but I'm nine kilos heavier without knowing it. Right. So could I be 20 kilos heavier and feel a bit fatter? Probably. And if I'm 120 kilos and I'm 40, yeah. it's going to be very difficult to get back to 100 kilos, and I probably should be 92 kilos. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, yes, yes. So, so the, for, for when you began, was it purely numbers that you were looking at, or it was, was it, how no, you, did it you was, not realize that you felt no, no, it, not it, as good it wasn't as you numbers, it wasn't numbers. What it was was the fact that I had crept the guts of 10 kilos up 
and Good. not noticed. Yeah. And she hadn't noticed. And my parents hadn't. Like, nobody mm. said to me, well, you're, you're, you're a bit, you know, packing a bit on more yeah. than you. Nobody noticed. And I was like, the danger in that for me was I was 30, was I 38? And I was kind of going, well, if I don't start now, when am I going to start? Mm. So I did a couple of things. The first thing I did was I looked at my diet, which, by the way, amazing lesson here. If you want to lose weight, stop eating crap. Oh, guys, I know. <laughs> it sounds like I've just unlocked the key. What do you mean? But guess what? That's what it's all about. It's that simple. Yeah. So I stopped. I would drink Pepsi or Coke, whatever it was, yeah. with every meal. Like yeah. a bar breakfast. But literally, like lunchtime, no, dinner time, snack time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. one of those things, they're half a litre, yeah. like a Coke bottle or a Pepsi bottle. Like I would easily have three of them a day. That's... Full know, fat or full, whatever, yeah, full fat doesn't, doesn't like. Whatever, I don't think it, I don't think it matters. Like I, yeah. I mean, you know, you can talk about like, okay, there's no sugar in this, but yeah, but what's a spar time? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Your body is doing stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. we'll get Matt Cooper on next time exactly. to talk about it. Uh, and I would have a chocolate bar with everything: chocolate bar at lunch, chocolate bar yeah. for dinner, and then when I'm finished sitting around now, like having a cup of tea, yeah. have a chocolate bar. Yeah. So I just said to myself, I'm not going on a diet because I don't know anything about diets. I'm not going to work out yet because it's not only about working out. But I'm going to stop drinking Coke and I'm going to stop eating chocolate bars. Okay. And in a month, I'd lost a stone. What? Yeah. Like, well, I didn't... Again, I you had stopped thinking about it. You just made this I simple just, decision. I literally did nothing else. I didn't walk. I didn't... I sat down on my hole and watched Game of Thrones or whatever I was doing. And I just didn't have the Coke. And... Yeah. A bar. Don't get me wrong. I still had a cup of tea, and I might have had a ginger nut. Yeah. Like I didn't go. There's no sugar. There's plenty no, of sugar. You're being more reasonable about but your choices and being more conscious about see. what. Yeah. And then <clears throat> I was lucky in that a friend of mine, uh, Jamie Harris, is an absolutely brilliant guy, and a brilliant trainer, ex-professional footballer. Uh, he is a personal trainer, and yeah. he was always banging on at me, going, like he's Welsh, and just going, "I really want to train you. Yeah. I know by looking at you that you can be really strong really quickly. Yeah." Let me try. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Harris. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll yeah, get it. You know, whatever. Yeah. I'm 34. I'm 35. I'm 37. Pff, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I don't mind. Other priorities at the moment, yeah. Jamie. So once I lost that initial stone that quickly, I kind of rang him and went, I think I'm going to do it. And he was like, right. And he's one of those trainers who is annoying is a strong word, but he is in your ear. Okay. And he will not train you until you've done a month of his nutrition plan. Right. Because nothing you need to, he needs you to lose a certain amount or whatever. He needs you to be in the mindset. Yes. That you're going to achieve this goal, that goal, whatever. <clears throat> so he gave me a nutrition plan hmm. and I went on the nutrition plan. And yes, it's a weight loss nutrition plan. So it was portion size. Yeah. It was, you know, protein, the Carbs, right carbohydrates. Yeah, yeah. The right fats. Yeah. You know, now he also knew, because he knows me well, he knew going into it, I was saying to him, there's no point telling me to eat a tuna salad. Yeah. Because I don't eat salad. Yeah. And I'm not going to change my life to the point where I'm going to eat things I don't like. Yeah. But I'll happily eat, you know, chicken, turkey, yeah. beef, rocket. So it's tailored to what you spinach. like. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So he's brilliant like that. So did that and then started training with him and then trained with him for a year and that was where things changed, really. So that went from 109 kilos to 92 kilos in three or four months. Wow. 
uh, it went from muscle mass to this to muscle mass to that. It went from body fat this to body, whatever. Yeah. Progress was amazing. I loved it. I loved the training. And whatever way my, my hours worked in work, I could get up in the morning really early, yeah. go train with him twice, three times a week. Yeah. Come home, do the school run, yeah. you know, head off into so work. So fit whatever. into your schedule. Fit in perfectly. Then we... Two things happened. One, I moved to today. I found to a different time. And two, I had twins. And they all happened. Just the, the second point there was he said he had twins. Three months. <laughs> which, are, which were our third and fourth child all at once. <laughs> um, and I'll be honest with you, going to the gym was not a priority at that point. Yeah. Now, having lost the weight I lost and having put on the muscle I put on, if I was smart enough to continue to eat well, while not training, mm. or not training as regularly, yeah. I would be perfectly fine. Yeah. Would have kept the weight off. That but as soon as I stopped happen. training, I went, <laughs> Coke, chocolate bars, and pizza? Yeah, well, I'm not yeah. training, so might as well. Yeah. Um, and I never got back to where I was, thankfully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But certainly, I got kind of out of shape, or out of yeah. the shape I was in, and out of the practice, and out yeah, of the kind yeah. of the mental... Uh, place to yeah. the mindset like the mindset said. to enjoy yeah. that training do all that um then after about a year of when well, the twins were about a year or so with look at, so the twins were born around christmas so the following christmas just before that i was kind of itching again to to feel better okay and and so and, this is what i'm trying to get at with you is what has been your experience of lifting and its impact on your mental health. But there you go. That's, so that's, that's where I was. I was... Look, I'm really lucky. I'm not... I'm not a mood swingy person. I'm not a moody yeah. person. I don't get down about a lot of things. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really level and yeah. brightly positive. Like 80, 80% positive yeah. 100% of the time. Like, you yeah. know, you've really got to kick me well that is a blessing my friend it is no it absolutely is and i and i don't i I know how lucky i am to be like that but even someone who's at that level yeah but i noticed the difference exactly and i was kind of going wow when i trained i didn't feel like this and Mm, i trained and i slept better and i meditated and i hang on a second like wow get back to this so very quickly i realized no like i need to go training again and life being what it is coincidence being what it is Dermot met a guy, Dermot lives in Hoth in Dublin. He met a guy in Hoth in Dublin who runs a gym. Yeah. They're chatting away and he's gone, look, I love your show. I listen yeah, to all yeah. the time. Would you and Dave be interested in coming and training with yeah. me? He's like, oh no, I'll say it to Dave. Yeah. So I was experienced in, in, in PT. Jamie's training was a combination of, you know, high intensity stuff. Were you squatting? Mm, a little bit, not much. So li- lifting wasn't much with Jamie. Not like, much deadlifting. No, he was he was TRX. He was mm. sure he was like there were there were dumbbells. There wasn't much barbell work. Yeah. He and to be fair, because I went to him and said this is weight loss, dude. Yeah. So that's what we were focused on. When I went with Ronan in Tonefit and Hoth, who's the guy who offered myself and Dermot the chance to go and train with him. Yeah. I was like, I want to get strong. Yeah. Like, because... Why I, did you want that? Because I felt like I, what I wasn't going to do was go back down the chicken and broccoli route. In other words, like, I wasn't going to say to myself, all I'm going to do 
is eat this and, and because it's not sustainable for me. Yeah. So I'm not training just to eat a ginger nut and a cup of tea, but I am training because I feel better. I know I'm healthier. Yeah. And I am an utterly unmotivated sod. Like I will not get up and go for a brisk walk. Like I just, that's not in me. Who does that? I don't know. People do it all the People time. People ask Who me loads they? of times, do you want to go for a walk? I'm like, no. no. What? But will I go to the gym for an hour and break things? Yes. <laughs> my missus does not understand. She's one of those people who is like just constantly active. Like yeah. nonstop, 24 hours a day. Yeah. Like she was just doing stuff. Like, like she's feeling pretty bad at the moment. And I came home this afternoon and yeah. we have a thing every week where... I, I get home one of the days during the week and she has to disappear. There's okay. no there's no choice. She has yeah. to go away, you away from the kids. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So, today, so today time, the, time, the last time you met her, she loves to paint. She loves, loves it. Painting is her, is her meditation. It's, yeah. it's just, it's it's everything for her. Yeah. And she, she was feeling, I knew she was feeling bad. So I was like, look, I'll get home as early as I can. And you just, if you want to just go to bed, just do whatever. Like, take a bath, do whatever you want. Yeah. And I got home and she was up on a ladder pruning and I was just like what have you done all day she's like oh, I cleaned this and I did that and I went to the front garden I thought you were feeling bad would you not just sit down she's like oh no if I sit down I would feel bad and I went to her there a while ago for you right and she was like oh, I feel like crap I shouldn't stop I was like it's yeah. 9 o'clock nearly yeah. you've got to stop at some point but well, so she's completely she, different than I am yeah, you know yeah. whereas yeah. like I literally will go and sit in this corner of this couch here beside where yeah. we are now or go into your bay window and rock out. There is that. To court. There is that. But no matter how much rocking I do, you know, it's not really getting my heart rate elevated enough to, <laughs> to induce a sweat. So uh, so I knew that I needed to train. I knew I needed a PT because I needed the motivation. Yeah. Somebody who would go, you need to be here at this time and you yeah. need to do. So during I, I started doing it. And Ronan is a different trainer than Jamie. He is far less interested in what you're eating he wants you to eat well and do whatever and you can go to him and ask him for all he that wants you to be reasonable but with your intake yeah be. exactly but he will he wants you to be a better version of yourself and by that i mean a, a stronger version yeah. of you than you were to impress yourself yeah to show you what your potential is like that's exactly what i blogged about today Dave. is this it? kind of brings our um our conversation full circle in relation to the training you've been doing mm. and the buff picture that I'm so proud of from <laughs> earlier. Right. I didn't use the word buff. That was my pal Jamie, <laughs> Jamie who lives in Miami and probably is surrounded by buff and is buff himself all the time. Um, but it's that idea of pushing your physical limits beyond what you thought were possible in that day. And I, I quite like, um, what's the trainer's name? Ronan. Ronan's idea of impressing yourself I never looked at it that way yeah but I did blog about like I can feel my mental strength growing with in conjunction and in line with my yeah. physical strength yeah. that, look it definitely happens there's a it? viscerality between and a connection between the both yeah it's not it's like when you're <clears throat> inactive and trust me I've been there right and you hear people talking about oh, well, like training and running releases endorphins and you're just going, I'm not running. Like, I don't want endorphins. I'm just not going to run, right? I get it, dudes. Like, I've been there. I am that guy. I totally am that guy. But... So how do you move... Co- there's something... There has to be acceptance of what you don't like. Yeah, and and there's something about weight training and pushing... Looking at it going, I can't do that. What do you mean... 74 burpees today yeah 
Like, shut up. No, I can't do that. Well, you're like, I often find myself in incredulously chuckling at the, the, the workout that the guy's written on the board and going, yeah. what are you, like, I, yeah. no one can do that. Yeah. And, and then you do it. You do it. And you come out the other side and you're like, I did that. Like, yeah. and it's not about, you know, oh, you know, I, I, I need to be able to lift a certain amount or yeah, need to or look even, a certain way. Or compare way. yourself to whatever that guy over there, that Actually, girl over that's there is a, lifting. There, there's a, there's there's a, a huge There's one. a sign up on in, in, in Tone Fit and Hoax, which is just so inspirational, which is yeah. don't try to be better than anybody else. Try to be better than you were yesterday. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like, that yeah. is, yeah. that changes everything because then you're looking at it and you're going, I just need to be, if I you know worked hard last on monday but i know i gave up on those three reps or i know i didn't do those burpees well yeah then today i'm just gonna try and do those burpees better yeah you know and take a baby step that's it because it's exponential exactly yeah so it's a big part of your life at the moment it is and it's not it's not a consuming thing, which is what I love about it. Like, yeah. you know, as I said, like I go, I go twice a week, an yeah. hour at a time. Like I'm not yeah. five days a week. Yeah. I'm not in there for 90 minutes. I'm like, you know, I go at whatever it will be, say 2.30 on a Tuesday, yeah. 2.30 on a Thursday. Yeah. And I do an hour and I'm home at four o'clock each day. Yeah. And but I again, Dave, home. that's what works. You. exactly and it, everything can and work you're everyone. incorporating it into a lifestyle in which you have a job where you give so much pleasure and joy to ireland's radio listeners which you have a wonderful family four children and what a partner to take care of <laughs> i'm sure she takes care of you as well much more than i take care of her <laughs> yeah, I, was you for, I was waiting for you to say it yeah and then everything else keeping up your friendships keeping up family connections yeah time for yourself keeping up playing your guitar you know yeah it's creating all those other projects that you have going on on the side all that kind of stuff but you make it work for you and that's what everyone and that's balance that's, uh, exactly and that's what everyone has to find is like you don't have to be a weightlifter and you don't have to run you don't like as you said like an hour a day is four percent of your of your life but like you could find yourself going you know what i love i love nothing more than pilates or love nothing yeah. more than doing yoga here on my rug exactly. in the sitting room. Exactly. I don't need to go to a class. Or, yeah. or I love taking the dog out for a yeah. walk on a Sunday morning yeah. for an hour and a half or whatever. Like, yeah. So you can find your own thing. Is there something, as you described it, is there something visceral about lifting things? Yes, there absolutely is. Yeah. But that works for, for me. It works for you. Yeah. It's not the prescription. It's not the only thing no, you can and do. No, I am loathe when I do blog about it to say, listen, this is what works for me. Exactly, yeah. Absolutely, and but that, you that's have key. to find what your panache is, what what you love, what gives you the I buzz be, that I'm clearly experiencing yeah, like, when I'm writing this. And, um, <laughs> one of the one of the people like that I have to give a shout out, and I know you you'll be a big fan of his, um, who helped me on this journey, not just physically but also in wellness and and in just as an example of as a human being is Brezzy. Yeah. Who again, for people who don't know, is a musician here in Ireland, but who has openly documented his journey uh, yeah. through his life with his mental health um, and been a massive inspiration to a lot of people and cares deeply about the mental health of others. And a huge advocate. 
for mental health in Ireland and pushing things through at the yeah, moment. Yeah, a real, real change. Not, you know, someone who's just talking about it. Like, he really yeah. wants to see things happen. But anyway, he loves cycling and he loves yeah. triathlons and he... He played rugby, is that He played rugby for Leinster, yeah. 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 But he... When I, when I started to get fit, he was one of the people who helped me get inspired for it. Yeah. Uh, and then he kind of went, you got to get a bike. We're going to go cycling. You know, so I got a yeah. bike. He helped me get a bike. He introduced me to the right people. Yeah. I got a great bike. I got a, a great bunch of people around me with cycling. Yeah. And I went out and I was like, this is absolutely brilliant. And I went out cycling and I hated it. <laughs> I absolutely went, this is the worst. Like, what the... F- oh, like, talk about not expecting the, that oh, outcome of this, this part like, of the story. Let's let's do 20k on Sunday and then we'll do 150. I'm like, dude, like, no. You'd like, rather do set the 74 burpees. Yeah. So, recently I sold my bike to a fellow called Jeremy. But, like, it was where I hung, hang my guitars now. The bike hung up there for, honestly, for about two years. My missus banging her head off the pedal, cursing me every day as she walked past it. Why are you getting rid of that thing? So, uh, like, come here, i, I got to ask, when, like, how how long did it take you to, to say this to Prezi? Like, uh, like and, what, and what was his reaction? Um, I think he knew. <laughs> By the time we, we spoke about it, I think he had gotten the message. And you, you were friends enough to, for oh, him yeah. to take that on the yeah, chin? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, no. Um, he, so it, it goes back to what we're saying earlier that, on about it's not for everyone. No, and that's the thing. Like, some people will go, what are you talking about? Like, like I have a friend, Keith. The guy, he lives for a cycle. He just, on yeah. the weekend, other people play golf. Did you connect him with pressing? Yeah, I probably should. <laughs> but but that's the thing. Like, I just, I, I, I don't, I, I have no interest. And I said before, yeah. I, I don't run. I've never run. Even when I was younger and I was super fit and really playing sport, yeah. I was a, a back in rugby. So I was about okay. sprinting. I was a 110 meter hurdler. No I was way. about sprinting. So I had no interest in, like, you know, the long distance running. I had no interest. When we did rugby training in the 80s was do 15 laps of the pitch you know like that was it um like i'd be crying and like moaning at my coaches and they're like oh this guy and i'm like yeah then i just do like the bleep test again maybe like yeah fine and i just do sprinting like and that to me yeah. like short or that's yeah. that's me all over so it's i'm it's not gonna get up and go yeah. for like a 10k and come yeah. back and go i feel amazing yeah. now if i went for 10k i'd need to just yeah. get airlifted to a hospital yeah. like it's so, you know, so like, lads anybody who has uh taken the time to listen to episode 33 and a third of the Dan Kill Wellness Project <laughs> podcast. If you see me and Dave, or me or Dave, anywhere, don't say the words, do you want to go for a run? <laughs> do you want to go for a walk? Or a cycle? Well, I don't mind cycling as much as Dave, but no. definitely don't ask Dave that. No, ask him no. to play his electric guitar for you, or to come onto your wellness podcast, and he'd be all for it. Yeah, or lift heavy things up lift off the ground. Lift heavy things yeah. up off the ground and sure. put them down again. Sure, that's fine. I love that. So, herfamily.ie, have you, are you still... I'm doing bits, I'm not, bits again, not as much as I'd like to do. Yeah, time, are, you, are you still writing though? Do you find it time to have the creative streak that you had with those articles? Yeah, not again, not as much as I've had. Um, it is something I really Because they're growing up fast, man. They are growing up fast, there's no question about that, yeah. Um, no, I do, I really, really enjoy the writing process. I enjoyed the mm. the distillation of 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 information in my head out yeah. through i was going to say the pen but let's be realistic the the tapping of the thumbs or yeah, the typing yeah. of a keyboard but i did really enjoy that and i do really enjoy that uh, 
like and other people enjoy it as well because I think they can relate. I mean, I spoke to you before we came on air about my wonderful brother-in-law Keen O'Reilly yeah. who blogs on Instagram under the handle at Kildare underscore dad lad yeah. and his goal with that process I think was really to just <clears throat> there's lots of dads who have kids at the weekend mm-hmm. there's lots of dads who um, you know have kids where mom's off at work whatever yeah. is going on and they haven't a fucking clue no. what to do with their time so Keen is very <laughs> creative you saw uh, earlier on when I showed you his ukulele, ukulele, uh, ukulele holder guitar designs, hangers, yeah, guitar hangers, yeah. Um, he's very creative. So what he did was when he came up with Kildare Dad Lads, his idea was really just to kind of explore Kildare. Yeah. Because that's where we live in Salons, has been mentioned about 300 times already. <laughs> uh, Salons rules. Um, but um, So he just went off exploring. See, and he found the most wonderful places that mm. you wouldn't hear about. But the way he blogged about them was so user-friendly. And intriguing, yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. So he connected with other dad lads mm. all over the world. Yeah. So it's so kind brilliant. of exploding at the moment. And when I forwarded him your herfamily.ie articles, I forwarded him that because his blogging on Instagram reminded me so much of your writing. Brilliant. Brilliant. So I think it's, it's important as to... You know, our young, relatively young Irish men, kind man. um, and with what Keane's doing, we have to champion that. We he, have to champion men expressing themselves, and not just—I know that's a platitude thing. No, no, no. But what Keane and what you are doing, and what I'm doing, my blogging, it really is such a release. Yeah, it really is I an, think an important thing that to show other men that you know it—it's it's up to us to express is. ourselves. And and, and yes, and you connect. said people connect because people connect with it because. <clears throat> It's honest. And that's the one thing when I spoke to the people in her family about what what I was what I would write about, I was like, like I'm not gonna purposely write a you know, a warts and all thing and kind of make yeah. it a thing that I reveal the good and the bad. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to know that I'm not going to paint some kind of idyllic picture. Yeah. Uh, some false kind of you know oh yeah. well you know because you know what, i actually often kind of pull my son up when he has youtube on and he's watching families because kids tend to watch kids their age so like it's, yeah. always, it's a seven-year-old and a 10-year-old with their parents doing amazing things all the time i kind of pull him up on that and say yeah you know they, they're not showing you the arguments they have off yeah. camera yeah they're not showing you the husband and wife yeah. you know disagreeing about where, how much stuff should be on the internet they're not showing yeah. you the kids throwing a tantrum because they've yeah. too much sugar or whatever yeah. so okay I don't I don't bother getting into that with him he's seven but at the same time I just kind of no, go that's your opening his eyes to yeah, let, the other side kid, of there's other things so when I started approaching the, her family articles my, my idea behind them was sure I want to be witty and I want to have a bit of fun with this but you're not a comedian I'm not a comedian but I don't <laughs> want I don't want to kind of just go like Life's amazing. Yeah. You know, my kids are angels. My wife's a dream. You know, yeah. I want to go, well, yeah, life's amazing. But like my daughter shit on the floor yesterday. Like, you know, you need to know about this. <laughs> when I came like, in, when I came in to record with Dave, um, I was, I had just had a long out drive from Salons to Port Marnock and I was absolutely bursting to go to the toilet. And I said, Dave, can I use your toilet? <laughs> and Dave said, absolutely, bro. It's just in there. Hang on. I just got to check it. 
You gotta check. You got. You don't know what your boys, particularly. You just don't know what you're gonna let an, a guest walk into. So, actually, I don't know how, but it was actually pretty okay. Awesome. It was. It was stellar. Yeah. Well, it, it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was. What would Alan Partridge say? It was certainly three star. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, look. I mean, I think like it was textbook. That's the word. It was textbook, Lynn. It was textbook. Uh, you've got to. You've got to be. If you're going to try and connect with people and be honest, you've got to be honest. Yeah. So, like, okay, people don't genuinely need to know about my daughter shitting on the floor. But at the same time, like, you know, they do need to know that it's not easy. And, you know, there are days when there's been no sleep. Yeah. And there's days when your kid is being, for want of a better term, an asshole. And, yeah. you know, you, that's, that will... Have far and more days connection. Yeah, exactly. In fact, there's more days I, mean, I am than anyone else is. But that will have a far I'm bigger not connection. Dave, yeah. I'm not fooled. No. But I have a far bigger connection yeah. with an audience than constantly saying, yeah. "Well, I don't know about you, but my life's great and yeah. my kids are angels." And Thanks for reading. So Give us an L share. There. Yeah, come on. Yeah, like, no, it's sickly. You, Nobody just, wants that. No, you've got to connect with your audience. You've got to be real, and you'll have far more success in. In putting out yeah. what is genuinely happening, like yeah. in your life, it doesn't. You don't have to, like we talked about news coverage. You don't have to specifically write the no, bad. No, but you've got to just kind of have a balanced, honest, yeah, open, and I, fair. I, I, I think picture. you nailed that with, like, obviously you talked earlier about you don't really get involved in anything without planning it well, or mm. you know having expectations mm. met all that kind of stuff i think what Cain does with my nephews is is beautiful in a way that he really does kind of show not just the good stuff it's yeah. like there was one of his blog posts hilarious there was like he did a pick pay post uh collage right right there was i think 15 cups of tea in it that he didn't get to finish yeah. that day or yeah. something like yeah. that yeah. and it was hilarious but people who are reading and particularly dads and moms who have like my nephews are four now soon and one and a half and uh <laughs> so it's not a bed of no, roses no but there is humor even in difficult times of course there is and and that's uh, what i'm talking about connection. that avenue for expression yeah. if you connect with other people who are going through similar things exactly and then that's where the that's where the beauty is well, it is and that's like you talked before about men expressing themselves like women are much better in in supporting each other by listening yeah so like you know, it's it's no coincidence that the mums of the school, of the class in school, have the WhatsApp group. Yeah. You know? So you go, what's Andrew's homework today? I'll hang out, I'll ask the mums in the WhatsApp group. Says, That's a thing, is it? Of course it's a thing. No way. Right? But is that just to find out what the, what, what the homework is? No, no. Of course not. It's, it's everything. It's bitching and it's complaining and it's crying and it's laughing and it's like, could you imagine the the dad's WhatsApp well, group this is the thing. would just be pictures yeah of course it would <laughs> um, but but women like it's it's not a coincidence that women meet for coffee mothers you know do that whatever like that's that's not happening just for the crack they're doing that because they are if you want to use the analogy of a bottle of water they're squeezing out the top yeah. Kind of third of the pressure yeah. and the stress, and very effectively, out very effectively with yeah. someone else who's going through the same thing. Then coming back into the the situation and being having that room to fill back up again. Whereas yeah. I think what lads tend to do is we just keep putting stuff into the bottle, yeah, because we don't have an outlet. And then yeah, 
what's going to happen at some point is the ball's going to tip over. Yeah. You know, and then there's an issue. Whereas I think if you can find a release, whatever that is, it doesn't yeah. have to be send, starting a WhatsApp group of that. It doesn't have to be exercise. It doesn't have to be meditation. But if you can find something that lets a little bit of that pressure. liquid yeah. pressure yeah. disappear, you're just going to have more room yeah. for more stuff. And like you've spoken, you know, a couple of times about, you know, the amount of things I do or, and, and people ask me all the time, like, how do you manage this and that and this and that? Or, <laughs> like, honestly, because I can juggle this many things because I keep freeing up bits of my right, brain. Yeah. That's a really good point. I think that you've achieved um, a certain amount of balance because of that, because you have that analogy pretty much at the top of your mind. Here, yeah. At the top of your <laughs> yeah, mind. Exactly. You know, so you, you don't overdo anything. You just keep it on an even keel. But you have to. But you have to find release. You, you have, have to you find. Have to, yeah, you have to yeah. say to yourself, like, what's going to work for me? So maybe what works for you, what's going to work for you, is sticking on whale sounds and lying on your back and closing your eyes for an hour. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe it's you know going for that brisk walk. Maybe it's a round of golf. Whatever it is, yeah. like, you need to find your thing. Yeah. Do it release yeah. that pressure for a yeah. bit because all it does is allow you to put more pressure on because that's what yeah. life is yeah. you know, just, it well, doesn't stop I've just I'm coming off the back of three days at Independence mm. which um, you gave me a beautiful shout out me and Bobby that's and the right. weather and the weather. the weather you got it in there just in time <laughs> before the rain end. came down yeah. <laughs> just before the rain came so thanks for that shout out no I we had a great time but I met a really, you know, met brilliant people down there. One person in particular was, you know, it's 11 o'clock on the mm-hmm. Friday night. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know who's playing at the time. You're having yeah. a few beers. And we got to talking about taking responsibility for your own shit, essentially. Mm-hmm. And this person had had that experience in her life where she, um, she had that realization. And so we really connected on that brilliant. basis, you know. Brilliant. So I think everything you're discussing here, leads into that whole idea about you got to take responsibility for yourself you got to clear that top of the water bottle pressure so that you can let other things in yeah you can't expect other people to to meet your needs that's no. your responsibility Absolutely. and i think when we when it comes down to wellness and everything that you do in terms of balance that we have to take responsibility for ourselves yeah and and, and I that think it's going to be okay of course it's like that there could be people, there could be guys out here listening to us talking about expressing themselves who are going through a hard time and don't have a fucking clue how to do that. Mm. Lads, it's going to be okay. Listen to Dermot and Dave on Today FM. Reach out to your family and friends. Contact me at dankyowellnessproject at gmail.com. Just talk to somebody who knows what you're going through because there is people out there who are willing to listen, even yeah. if it's not those closest to you. No, absolutely. And the other thing about that is, is that, like, like, I never forget how fortunate i am to have the life i have and i'm often humbled when i listen to people or or read about people or learn about people who've had a terrible scenario yeah but look at them like like how do you know about those people having terrible scenarios they fucking told somebody and and it's the ones who haven't who you don't know about that are the most tragic it is it's true and it's not for the the want of people like myself, Brezzy, yourself, you know, all of the really strong male mental health advocates out there are doing a good job at the moment. We just need to do more. I don't know what else we can do to get people talking. Yeah. I mean, the, the talking thing is not 
it's not lip service. We're, like, no. we're not saying it because it's the the slogan of mental health and yeah. men's mental health. There's a genuine reason why people say talk. Yeah. Because it helps in a way that you cannot understand until you do it. Yeah. Like exactly. You know, you, it's it's so hard and it takes so much courage when you are struggling with something yeah. to actually do it. But when Once you take you start, that step, even if it's just the first step. Yeah. It makes an immense amount of difference. Because really does. you are doing exactly what we're talking about. You are releasing the tension. And often I I find if you get into the practice of talking, you get to a point where you can talk to yourself yeah. and release some of that pressure. Oh, it's yeah. not the same, but... That's a whole other episode. It is a whole other episode. You're but right. It's it is a whole so important once you do... Like, that's such a brilliant point. Once you do once you do begin to take that first step to talk and by the way guys or girls whoever's listening to this going through a difficult time talking it doesn't it doesn't actually have to be talking to somebody it can be blogging it can be expressing it can be sending an email like for a lot of people that face-to-face contact or for that ear to ear Mm. mouth to mouth Mm. over you know Mm. over the phone Mm. contact can be just too overwhelming at the start Mm. it's that process of beginning to express yourself what is what we're referring to right when you say starting draw like like draw how you feel like if you if you're not oh like i don't write i don't want to talk like just draw a picture and put it in a box like and there that's how you felt that day and do it the next day and do it and all of a sudden you've expressed yourself yeah and do i think you'll be better if you verbalize it to someone yes i do too but but it's it's you're still expressing yourself through and that whatever would, exactly, and that would be a first step towards reaching out to someone yeah. who cares about. There's guys I know who go to forests and shout. <laughs> and are they like a new up and coming band? Or sound like that's a good name for now. And <laughs> um, but they do. They go to yeah. quiet places and they roar into nature, and they come back and they feel like some kind of new, you know, human being. Wow. No, that's not the answer to everything, but. It's their they're answer. Not talking it's to, their they, answer. Yeah, they're it's not subjective. talking. They're not sitting down having, you know, a meaningful conversation with their brother-in-law. They're roaring at a, at a tree. Yeah. So that's their their measure of expressing exactly. themselves. So I'm just saying that there are so many ways in which you can do it, yeah. but unless you try something, yeah, you know, if you are struggling, you're gonna you're gonna struggle. And and you know, if if you can find something in your yeah. life. Go back, circle back to the start of this conversation. Thirty seconds appreciating nature. Yeah, like on, that was the very first thing we talked that about. That will make a difference. It will make a difference. A pre, like thirty seconds, as I said, standing with the rain bucketing down. Open the back door. Smell it. Like rain's amazing. Like yeah. we give out all the time. It's windy. It's cold. Yeah. Whatever it is, but just think about it for a yeah. second. Like you know, just stand there, close your eyes, and go. What is this? Like yeah. I'm alive. This is amazing. Yeah. Like. That's the start, and then, you know, then take that habit. and, and exactly and take that and and let that just grow and grow and grow and grow yeah. in whatever you're doing. Yeah, and you're opening up that little possibility of expressing yourself further and further, noticing small and small things. Totally. Someone said to me on Facebook recently, "I love how you notice uh, the beauty in the small things. Mm. It's not something that happens by accident." <laughs> I think is what I said back to him. Like I, my little nephew Evan, he brought out his little toy chair to where I sit out the back. And, of course, he put it down, sat down, and just said Dan at me for 10 minutes. 
and then pissed off because Damn. he got sick Damn. of me. Yeah, like Damn. straight yeah. out of Alan Partridge. Yeah. But I took a picture of the chair and shared it because I'm like, can you imagine? Yeah. My 18 month nephew took this chair out here to have the chats mm. with me that were not had. Mm. But it's noticing small things that fill me up, fill my wellness, it. has changed my life. Yeah, as, no much as, the, as much no as the doubt. weightlifting. Yeah. As much as the weightlifting. Yeah, it is you know? it is vitally, vitally important to find some avenue of expression. Yeah. Whatever that yeah. is. And it's different for everybody. There's no rule. Yeah. But without it, the bottle the water bottle's gonna tip over. Yeah. You know, it's as simple as that. And I would like to give a huge shout out to everybody who has reached out to me um during difficult times. A lot of people have come to me um expressing the interest to come onto the podcast and share their story, which I am hugely excited about. So I wanna give a shout out to all of you guys as well. I can't wait to have you on. This has been amazing. Sure has. It's always amazing talking to Dave because he is one of the most amazing people. I keep saying amazing. Stop saying amazing. God damn it. <laughs> He's my broadcasting and personal inspiration. Um, I love him to bits. Um, thanks a million for taking the time. Come on, Dave. Um, you, Dave. I'm in this very moment noticing the not-so-small thing of you coming on again to my podcast. It's and a, uh, a welling honor. up a little bit uh, with gratitude here <clears throat> as I lay prone on your massive couch. Do it. But, um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your insight and your story, as always. And look, as I always say, thank you for asking me because, you know, it. I often surprise myself in these chats and go, yeah. oh, yeah, God, that is what I think. Yeah. Uh, so I genuinely appreciate the opportunity. You're a good man. It's my pleasure, and isn't it quite amazing um, when conversations do flow like this? Mm. How you don't want them to stop. And I do. I often say this at the end of uh, yeah. towards the end of um, of my podcast episodes. Um, the buzz is just phenomenal towards the end because you're touching. You know, you're reaching, connecting with someone else on a similar level who has a similar passion for this type of stuff. And you know that people are going to listen and get something from it, which is the whole point of the podcast. Absolutely. Otherwise, what is the point? Yeah. yeah. And the last thing I want to say, because Dave has to go and not be on a podcast or a radio <laughs> show for, for once this evening. Careful about expressing yourself, lads, because you could end up with 33 episodes of a podcast where you've been waffling to people from all over the world. Yeah, I'm feeling a damn sight better about your life. Well, you better believe it. So, um, Get talking. We love you, don't we? Yeah. To bits. All the way. Reach out to us. Dankyo, wellnessproject at gmail.com. Dave has no friends at todayfm.com. Dave has no friends at todayfm.com. We're going to work on that whole uh, confidence <laughs> thing, maybe <laughs> between now and episode three. But um, yeah, Instagram, Dankyo, wellnessproject. Facebook, Dankyo, wellnessproject. You can hear Dave. If you guys are in Canada, the States, the UK, wherever the hell you are, get on todayfm.com check out the podcast or check out the Derbit Dave page of today. If I've got it's all, there. It's all there, it's all there. Have a little listen because it is so funny and it will increase your wellness. So yeah, that was the longest ending of a podcast ever. And actually there is another thing. <laughs> oh, you don't have to say, Hey, this is Dave Moore and you're listening to the Dan Kill Wellness Project podcast again, because you've already done it. I already did. So the longest intro of all time, you don't have to do it. <laughs> Excellent. All right, man. Thanks a million. Thanks, Dan. Be good.